We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in, Monday edition, Oxford Exxon podcast, back in the Clark Ford studio today. The last full week without college football, preseason camp starting uh sometime next week i think they report sometime around august 3rd we get all those details to you when we get them there'll be a media day some point there and then off and running for the 2023 football season sc media days wrapping up last week in nashville on thursday so uh this 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 one little bit of lag there's a little bit of a lag here one week but we will uh we'll get through it and then we'll have actual uh football to talk about or you don't want to recap sec media days again we can do that we can go through we can do winners and losers that's that's a winner usually you know you know the winners um, and losers of media day uh buy and sell uh there's there's several formats you can repackage the same thing you've already said four times someone lost media days well when you lose media you days, can lose media days i guess but if you it, lose media days go ahead and call it yeah it's over if you're taking an l in a no contact practice in July, you got issues. You do occasionally get the coach who knows they're going to suck, and it's just like, hey, I'm, I'm either going to be a court jester or I'm just trying to get through this because yeah. we are, we are bad. We yeah. are really bad. It is what it is. Uh, Alabama did get picked to win the West, though. They and did. It was not an LSU thing. Media still put the tide up there out front. I think a lot so. of media had the same reaction that I had. To like, hey, I don't know. Like, that dude looks a little too comfy. I'm not going to be that guy. To uh to to do that so, uh we're getting a good bit today on the Oxford Exxon podcast, the Oxford Exxon Highway Six West in Oxford lunch specials. You know about those by now here locally. They change every day. Five sixty nine, two sides bread, any size fountain drink, but get the large one because why would you not? Uh, donuts, Clinton, Brookhaven, those two locations. So many different options for you up and down I fifty five and throughout North Mississippi as well. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Fords in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900. That number, call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. There's no hassle. There's no haggle. You get your quote. The rest completely up to you. You can shop that quote around, or you can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. You get great service. Uh, the product is fantastic. 
Corey and the people at Clark Ford. They want to be your car guy. They want to be your truck guy. They'll prove to you what that means when you make the call. Again, 662-257-1900. Uh, start the show with all the thoughts in the world. Katie Hill, uh, former Ole Miss defensive lineman, was in a very serious car accident over the weekend. I guess we first heard about it on Friday, maybe. I don't know. All my days are running together. So sometime in the uh, the day prior to that, um, long time at the scenes in the hospital, multiple, according to uh, multiple people, he is in as good a spirits as he can. Um, there will be some follow-up procedures here either today or soon. I know that. And uh, frankly, just uh, as it, it, it makes sense, and if you know KD, happy to be alive, happy to be in as good of a shape as can be given the, uh, the situation. There is a uh, GoFundMe link on the board. You can find that give if uh, you are led to uh, to do so. But just a uh, just an infectious personality, a great human. Uh, I know his you know his video went viral when he was named the Cur- the Chucky Mullins Courage Award winner prior to his senior year, and him calling his mother and all that, and that sort of recirculated throughout the weekend, and it uh, it hit different after what happened. So again, just uh, every thought in the world to KD as uh, we start the show with that today. Yeah, for sure. Um... Not a lot I can add to it other than thank goodness he's alive. And I know there's a GoFundMe that's, I think it's listed on our site. It's listed a lot of places. If you're led to, like Chase said, if you're led to um, to give, please do. And talk to someone on uh, Saturday who had, I guess, spoken either to him or to his family there in the hospital. And like you said, considering it's probably in as good a spirits as one could be in after a traumatic accident yeah um so and, and i'm not really the reason i i haven't gone into details is because i don't know them yeah you know, I, mean, I just I, I don't i don't it's not i'm not trying to protect or hide anything i, I just I, I respect his privacy number one but number two I, I don't know the details i mean we're not not to turn this into a journalism thing but he's alive and he's got a long road yeah. Those are the two things we know, and then everything kind of gets a little murky in the middle. It's where the, you know, I mean, frankly, the lack of local media, and there's just, there was no one to cover it. So, uh, with Katie there, you yeah, know, uh, as I always say, no great segue out of those topics. It's where, at least radio, you kind of have a break and stuff. You can kind of go, hey, we'll be right back, and then you come back and you do whatever, and say, we just keep talking. Um, you got back in town Sunday, I guess. You got back Nashville, about Birmingham. S- about six o'clock yesterday. I've got some random stuff, uh, and I'll I'll go to it later. Um, we sort of teased the topic there um, in the uh, in the subhead, so I'll, I'll leave there. Well, first, uh, I spent Saturday in Amory. Uh, Corey Clark, one of our great friends, been a partner with us for a long time. Put on a really good golf tournament for a great cause on Saturday um for amory athletics in the wake of the tornado that hit him that hit them back in the spring uh fun time other than him starting our group on a 200 yard par three which i gave him crap about it was uh it was great had a good day so congratulations to Corey. looked like it was a very successful event raised a lot of money did a lot of stuff there so uh just a good guy did a good thing over the weekend i want to uh acknowledge that and then also uh we sent a kind of a gift bag for the silent auction a couple thanks to that first uh gentile for uh helping supply several of the items in that They've been a great partner so far for us there and then uh also aaron with the uh, olive juice for putting that together for me so a couple different things about the golf tournament there on saturday as we are uh going so Neil, you and I both uh, were involved in this conversation to some extent earlier in the week last week yeah i was pulling it up right here and have not heard a ton 
about it since then have checked, and it's been pretty quiet. So I, I thought today, as we're starting the show, it was a good time to at least sort of see where we're at, make people are aware that there is potentially something going on. And I, I want to stress the word potentially because I don't have anything concrete here um, as, as we start off on this Monday. But uh, UTSA wide receiver Zachary Franklin is not on the roster. Um, a lot of other players, basically all of them, are on the roster. So that that, that is a relevant thing here. Um, as they're getting into camp here soon. Um, again, this was alluded to us that something potentially was going on last week. Where do you sort of stand on this? What do you feel like is uh, is something to be repeatable at this point? Um, well, as of this morning, you just checked. He's not on the roster. That is correct. Um, you and I talked to the same person who had talked to people at both UTSA and at Ole Miss. I meant to ask Lane about this at media days on Thursday, but there's no way to get Lane off by himself. It's not possible. And I didn't want to do it in front of all the other media where it would have been tweeted out instantly. Yeah. And I didn't know anything or didn't know enough yet. But told there's an issue with the class transferring into Ole Miss. And without it, he's not eligible. And that his one option, I should say, may be for him to just go back to UTSA and play because he's yeah, el- not reporting that for God's no, sake. Again. It's an option. Right. <laughs> um, that option has not been, as of the other day, had not been explored really by either side, UTSA or Zakari Franklin. Correct. Um. On the Ole Miss part, I'm going to be a little more vague because I, I'm not as confident. Not, I'm not, not that I'm not confident in the information. I just I, I need to understand it better. Does that make sense? Um, yeah, hundred percent. So he he also has apparently we're told he has some form of like a medical situation that would require surgery where he'd miss some time. He hasn't been on campus. Probably not into the season though. Probably not. Yeah. But Just it could, clarification could, there. could prepare his readiness sure. for the season. Um, he hasn't been on campus, so he hasn't been part of the off-season workouts. So he's not working with the quarterbacks, which means he's probably not learning the playbook. There's just a lot there. It's one of the when, – when there is a media day <clears throat> with Lane Kiffin here in the next 10, 11, 12 days, that will come up. Timeline, no idea. That's where we are. That's what we know. Just, again, felt like something probably should get mentioned. Well, the timelines are, one, camp starts August 3rd-ish. So that's one timeline. Um, classes start at Ole Miss on, you would be better prepared to answer this uh, than me. 25th-ish, I don't know exactly, but somewhere in there. So there's your second timeline. Yeah. And the third timeline is that Ole Miss plays Mercer at home on September the 2nd. There's your other timeline. I mean, not to be a smartass, but those are your timelines. Ask the, a, the first uh, timeline is, you know, if, if he's there by the start of camp, it's conceivable that he's played enough college football that he could learn it fast enough to be able to be effective by the time the two-lane game rolls yeah, around. Sure. September 9th, um, another timeline. If he's not there for practice, then you start. it becomes a problem because if you get to the first start of class and he's trying to learn things in a first game week or something, well, that, that's, that, that is problematic. 
And obviously, if he's not around by the first game, well, that's problematic. <laughs> it's even more problematic. Yeah. Uh, no one with an official capacity, but someone around the program, I asked a few minutes ago just if they had any idea, and uh, the uh, the quote was decently positive that it would work out oh. decently. So take of that. Uh, again, it's all I got there. Two words, but so we are as of uh, 827 here on Monday morning. So it's Corey Franklin in that situation. We'll see. Um, did you uh, – what is your interest level in Barbie or Oppenheimer? Zero and even – well, let's see. I'm hearing really good stuff on Barbie. I'm Barbie you, is – Hearing good stuff. Caroline went to see Barbie. I heard it. I got a review. I have no interest in Barbie at all. Why? Because I just don't feel like giving my money and, and my time to – I mean, I have a lot of strong opinions on this. I okay. really do. Yeah, but sure. I, it's not worth it. Um, and then Oppenheimer – I don't know. If I'm going to go sit for a three-hour movie... It better be an epic. It, it better be... You better wow me. When's the last time you sat through a three-hour movie in the theater? Probably Dances with Wolves. I was almost going to say... I, now, I did Titanic, so however long that was. But I, I also sat in Dances with Wolves in the theater. That is one. And I'm in the minority that thought that was a fairly decent film. It's, it was fun, yeah. I didn't hate dance. I mean, I, 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 I was like seven at the time, so I need to watch it when I was older, obviously. But yeah, no, it's not... Not terrible. I have, I have pretty strong interest in Oppenheimer, and I've heard enough about Barbie at least being whatever. You go, know, eh, maybe at some point. I'm not going to go like go to the theater and hang out and wear pink, but at some point of its own, I'll catch it. It's fine. I. It is interesting that it seems like Oppenheimer has caught the long affecting it and just simply sort of dragging because it's so long. We were going, Hey, I got to really lock in here and, and, and do this. Both, uh, both films far and away blew away projections for the weekend. Um, really? Yeah. 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 Big time. I was pulling those up to, uh, to go over that real quick. They, uh, they, they both blew away projections and because of the current situation with all the striking, we don't really know what theaters look like and movies being released for a while. So you might want to enjoy this a little bit. I, I think in some ways, the response is because both of them gave us some original content and it wasn't simply just a rehash of something else or a remake. You know what I mean? I, I think in some ways the public was craving, hey, give me some storylines or something you haven't done or give me something that's sort of original after so long of, of it not being the case. And I think that that, that played a role in it. Um, around 200,000 people bought tickets to see uh, both movies on the same day. Over the weekend, oh. so they spent a lot of time with theater one day. It is a lot of theater, five and a half hours or so total on uh, on that one. Yeah, let's see. Barbie, their war, their war ring was going off. Like time to stretch your legs. Well, that's huh? a good point. Yeah, yeah, you need to get up. Uh, Barbie pulled in 155 million. It's the best opening of the year and the best domestic opening uh, for something or other there in history. And then um, Oppenheimer from Christopher Nolan grossed 80 and a half million. That is a remarkable haul, Morning Brew says, for an R-rated movie uh, that lasts three hours. It outpaced projections of $50 million or so. Oh. so. Way up there well, on the I guess congratulations uh, to both. Yay. <laughs> the Barbie thing, I'm told, is just so anti-male that as a oh, guy, really? I'm like, I have no interest. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean. I had some guys that went out. It was kind of fun. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's got stretch marks. Barbie does. Oh, really? Yeah, going through a lot. I mean, it's a satire. Is it? Yeah. I think it's a satire. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think it's supposed to be, hey, we're all just going to sort of make fun of everything here and move on with our day. 
Yeah, Caroline gave me a critique of it, and I, 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 I won't see it now. I have no interest. No, we don't need another Snow White remake. We, we have plenty of those. But yeah, I think I think a couple different things. You had you had the the people who went and watched Barbie the first weekend. They're dressing up. They want to see it. It's almost like a Marvel movie or something like that. It gave an experience. And then with Oppenheimer, you had the whole IMAX thing. If you had one of those available, you had all that stuff. I, I think it wasn't just simply one of those. Hey, we're going to go. We have nothing else to do on a Friday, and that's sort of how it jumped it up and and got there. So I. I don't know. Like I said, there's a there's a bit of a deep freeze here with new movies. So if anything's out or series that are giving you something, I mean, I, I feel like I'm almost rationing a little a little bit. I mean, I've got season two of Lincoln Lawyer coming up, and kind of go, hey, I don't want to binge through everything right now because when does it start? Uh, so the first six eps are out now, and okay. I think six come out August third, or maybe it's five and five or four okay. and four or whatever it is. Yeah, something like that. So I'm sort of saving Jack Ryan still. I'm almost through season two of The Bear. I've started quarterback, the quarterback on Netflix. Patrick Mahomes. Kirk, oh, yeah. Patrick I, Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, and Marcus Mario. I don't know why I'm avoiding that, but I've had a hard time doing that. So I've watched four episodes. For whatever reason, when I would go run on the treadmill in Nashville, I start, decided to turn that on. Um. Kirk Cousins is incredibly likable. Oh, see, now that kind of got me interested because I always feel like he's he, he's beaten up a little unfairly all the time. Like I, I sort of yeah, I'm, I, mean, I, I sort of simp for for Cousins a little bit. Yeah, incredibly likable guy. Marcus Mariota is an incredibly likable guy, almost a sympathetic figure at this point where I am in the in the series. Okay, and Patrick Mahomes, I know this is going to shock you, is really good and knows it. And, blown uh, away by that yeah really. <laughs> yeah um elite guy aware of his eliteness all right cool yeah. sweet uh elite. is he relatable at all or likable okay so he's the one of the three that feels like hey i'm on camera i have to act here oh really a little bit now that might just be him i mean we do know his brother is so it's um his wife is not as despisable as i expected she would be she's Ooh. she is a little obnoxious but you okay. get you get a feel for maybe why she's so obnoxious she's a sympathetic figure no we're not going that far no okay. no 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 i, I but i, mean, I kind of get it right okay all right um and then when they go to marcus mariota you're like can we just go back to one of the other two i feel bad about where this is going and yet it's oh. human it's very human Mar mariota's the one that he and cousins are more human than mahomes it's conceivable that if you are the greatest quarterback of all time, and it's possible that Mahomes is, that you you really can't be a normal human. Do people thinking how to say it? Okay. Do you think more people though are turning it on because Mahomes is in it, so he's necessary to simply get the play button hit, even if he's not the most compelling figure in the thing? Because maybe so. If it's just a thing about hey, we got Marcus Mariota and Kirk Cousins, I go. Mm. Well, yeah. is Peyton Manning produce it? It's it's really good. They've got the mic, the whole the whole everything. You hear everything. You get a lot of behind the scenes, um, a lot of. What goes into getting ready to play a football game on Sunday? Sure. And for even Patrick Mahomes, 
there's a lot of work that goes in. I mean, he puts in a lot of work to get ready for a game. Um, so does Cousins. So does Mariota. I mean, it is a for Mariota. It's it's a family affair. I mean, his wife is involved in helping him. I mean, the verbiage on an NFL play is so many words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so much there. It's there's a lot of study that goes in. I mean, you see Kirk Cousins entering the building, and it's dark. There's a lot. So it's interesting. I mean, you know, look, I don't cheer for Mahomes, but I, I respect his greatness. And this makes me respect that. Oh, you have to respect his greatness. This, but this particular documentary has made me respect it even more. I mean, it's not just physical tools. I mean, there's a lot of prep that went in. And, you know, early in his career when he was getting hurt a lot. Oh, yeah. Okay. When he was getting hurt a lot, he addressed it. With work, I mean, dude puts in some serious gym time getting ready each week. You have to. There's no other option. Sure. But, I mean, the point is, is, I mean, that you think about the grind that they go through over the course of a year. It's you, you, you have to be pretty special to do that. How many else? I don't. I don't know. I'm, I'm like five or six. Oh, really? That yeah. Okay. It's it's really it's really good. Is that the first one of those type of series you've picked up? Did you you, you didn't watch the F one or the golf? Uh, I have not watched the golf. I watched the tennis. Okay. I have not. I want to watch the F one. I'm going to watch the golf. I just haven't gotten to it. But the football one, obviously, I have more interest yeah, in football. Sure. So. But normally, I don't really like stuff like that. Like, I had some people telling me, oh, you should watch this quarterback thing. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, I'm going to hate it. It's well, it's kind of our job enough where I'm like, I've seen it all. Okay. Yeah, like, I, 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 I'm so desensitized to it that I go, ah. Eh, okay. You have to give me something new. And you're saying they did that. And they did. And, ooh, I'm trying to decide if I want to say this or not. Ooh. It validated. There have been some guys that have come out of the college game over the last six, seven years, who people were like, this guy's going to be great. He's going to be a great player. And I was like, no, he's not. He's he's not. You have to have more than physical tools to to play well at that level. Just just having a cannon for an arm won't get it done. There's got to be more. And this validates that in a way that maybe nothing else has validated it for me other than like conversations. I've had conversations with coaches who are like, that guy's not going to play in the NFL. He's, he, he's not... He's not smart enough. He's not driven enough. He he can't think the way you have to be able to think. You know, you can't report that. You can't say those words. Those are that's taboo in what we do. Um, but I heard that from scouts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you you see, let's put it this way: I'm betting on Bryce Young. Oh, in. I know there's some physical concerns. Every intangible, he checks the box. Philly, fully. No hanging chads. Checks it completely. You're not worried about a ceiling of Collar Murray? No, 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 no. I didn't no. pick somebody that sucked. I mean, no, 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 no. no. Decent it's a, quarterback. It's a great example. No, one, one guy's just going to be driven more than the other. And I don't think you can teach drive. Mm-hmm. I don't. 
Carson and I were having this conversation coming back from Birmingham yesterday. You you can't you can you can perfect footwork a little bit as a coach. Sure. You can you can get a guy to be more technically sound as a coach. I don't think you can get a guy to want it more as a coach. I don't think you can get a guy to um to be driven, to lead, to be vocal. I, I don't think those are things that can be taught. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, you can yell at somebody about it. I don't think it works. I think that, that some of the natural stuff, the intangibles, can't be coached. Yeah. And so coaches, we were talking about this on a soccer standpoint. Coaches are looking for, hey, is this guy, I love everything about this kid. Maybe his feet aren't quite good enough. Maybe he's not quite fast enough to act have confidence enough in our strength and conditioning in our nutrition in my coaching ability that sure. I could make him I could improve his feet sure I could get him just we could get him a little faster we could get him stronger mm-hmm. and if you do all that we have all these other intangibles I think I can project this kid into my program I think it's like that in the NFL yeah I think the Kansas City Chiefs to their credit saw that there was more to Patrick Mahomes than just physical talent they also saw that he has this thing in him where he he believes he's the best he wants to be the best he's driven to be the best he will outwork you on top of everything else just one pick later and i'd be a different kind of saints fan right now oh and no question <laughs> can you imagine sean yeah, payton with patrick mahomes yeah i know with that personality yeah could have kept my window open a little bit because, there because the thing about mahomes is that you know, Andy Reid's a pretty strong personality. Yeah. And Mahomes just handles him. Yeah. You know? Um, God, Sean Payton and Patrick yeah. Mahomes together. Whew. Yeah, I know. That's, that's two really strong personalities that actually wouldn't have clashed. No, they don't. They would have, they would have gone very well together. There's no doubt about that. So. All right. Might be the end of July, but Heavenly Sunshine has Christmas on our mind to kick off Christmas in July. They're announcing holiday lights this year. Well, they know holiday lights are beautiful. It can be a lot of work. Let Heavenly Sunshine take care of the hassle and do the work for you. The full service installation plan. They'll install, take down, and even store the lights for you. These commercial grade LED lights that are 100% customizable to your home or business. Let them take care of the lights while you take care of the gifts. Book a free estimate before August 31st. Mention MPW10 for 10% off. They've been serving the Mid-South for four decades. That includes Oxford, Full-service commercial and residential property maintenance, power washing, soft wash, roof cleaning, facade cleaning, and window cleaning. HeavenlySunshine.com or 662-342-1203 to book your estimate. We're brought to you by Salty Lab Charters, Lee Comerford, and uh, the crew there at Salty Lab. It's the premier private charter boat company in Navarre Beach in 30A, all throughout 30A. They specialize in fully customizable tours focused on maximizing your time and experiences along the Emerald Coast. Uh, Captain Lee and the crew are passionate about sharing the benefit, the beauty of the uh, Emerald Coast. They take great care to ensure that each tour is tailored to your interests and desires. Private dolphin tours, tours to Crab Island, tours to small islands in the Santa Rosa Sound, and customized tours of your choosing, all available to you. Get in touch with them at saltylabcharters.com. Again, saltylabcharters.com. Uh, we're brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names different uh, products, different services, but it's the same people. It's the same uh, great care, great customer service at both places. If you live in Oxford, Batesville, Tupelo, 
or the surrounding area, call Comer 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern 662-429-4429. A-Stock is a Nashville-based online retail company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items start at just $1. That's right. No matter what the retail value may be, items are just $1 starting out at astock.bid. That's A-S-T-O-C-K dot B-I-D. You can also download their app, name your price on thousands of items from big name retailers. They have multiple locations around Nashville, Memphis, Indiana, and uh, more that are coming soon that offer local pickups, so don't miss out. The College Corner is coming to Oxford this fall. Their newest location will be in the Oxford Commons right off of Sisk Avenue. They have more than 4,000 square feet of the best Rebel gear. Plenty of parking available. Their staff's going to have you in and out and ready for the Grove in no time. They're opening in mid-August. Also, don't forget to check out their website, collegecornerstore.com. My uh, 10 weekend thoughts are up at rebelgrove.com. They're brought to you by Game Changer Patches, the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch used before or while you drink. The overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game and ready for your next place. So go to gamechangerpatch.com, promo code rebelgrove20 at checkout. For twenty percent off your purchase, I was doing uh, Matt Moscona's show on Thursday in Nashville. We both looked at each other's socks, complimented each other's sock game. We both had dead socksies on. It's deadsocksy.com. It's the best socks you'll ever put on your feet. Great no shows. Also, um, lots of team themed socks as we get ready for the football season. So go to deadsocksy.com. Enter the promo code Rebel Grove at checkout for 25% off all non-licensed products. Podcast is brought to you by G&M Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area, and they offer MedScene. Your prescriptions the same day each month take care of you. One trip to the pharmacy, one delivery, and you have everything you need when you need it with G&M. <clears throat> they will individually pack your medication for those who need that extra step. So whether it be Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs or G&M in Oxford, again, that's 662 232 They're awesome. There's no doubt about that. But are, do you get annoyed every time that we have the uh, the throwback uniforms with the owner, not the town? Or are you go? Are you good with it? The Titans wearing the older suits? Okay, so I have couple of thoughts here. Yeah, sure. Because they look awesome. Well, I they, love the Oilers suits. Well, I mean, awesome. in a way that... As a kid, if the Oilers would have just stayed in Houston, I probably would have been a oh. lifelong Oilers fan. You get I'm, behind those suits and Warren Moon back in the day now. Well, before that, Dan Pastorini well, okay. and Earl Campbell fair, and yeah, Robert Brazil. All right, I'm showing my age. Billy fair White enough. Shoes Johnson. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Astrodome. You had some dudes. When you're seven, eight years old, the Astrodome... Oh, that's pretty cool. The Astrodome it? was pretty cool with the guy shooting thing all over the the scoreboard that's pretty uh-huh. cool um the titans will wear them for a game this season they're such a great uniform that i'm fine with it because you just want to see the uniform basically matches the titans colors sort of good enough throw some red in there well, the truth is the titans should abandon this 400 shades of blue <laughs> and steal the Oilers uniforms just be the oilers the titans have the most nondescript uniforms in the league they're just nothing they don't suck. They're not one of the five that I want to like yell about, and they're not anywhere near the best. They just have, they have very average, muted, whatever uniforms. Yeah, the Oilers uniforms 
were fantastic. I was in Nashville, as, as you know, over the week, and I took Carson out to um, on Friday early before his camp started. We went out to 12 South, and there, were, there was a store that had Oilers stuff kind of hanging from the, I guess, the first year that the Titans played. Mm-hmm. In in Nashville, and they wore a patch or so. I don't remember. It was fantastic. I mean, it was all I could do not to buy an Oilers jersey right there. It brought back a lot of memories. I think it was an Eddie George themed deal, which is fine, whatever. But oh yeah, like I I'd, I'd love a Dan Pastorini Oilers jersey, the white. I mean, I'm sure we the find road one. jersey is fantastic. We can find you one. So you, in general, you don't like it, but you're good with it here because the uniform is so good is the bottom line. Yeah, I mean, well, look, the day that I get so worked up over what uniform an NFL team wears is the day that I'm going it, to... It's July 24th. I'm going to check myself, right? It's, it's July 24th. I'm good with it. I'm good with throwbacks. That's, that's, you know, what would I think if the Thunder wore a Sonics throwback? I guess I think it was pretty damn funny. If that, I lived in, a lot of scar tissue there now. Got a, got a lot going on there. Might be... The people in Seattle might not like it very much. I mean, they might they might refuse coffee service at the, at that point. But I, I don't. Would it make more sense for the Texans to wear Oilers throwbacks? Probably. Well, yeah. You know, but that's but it not, goes with the ownership. It that's doesn't go not with how the NFL city. works. You know, no, the franchise moved, so it's their franchise. I mean, in an ideal world, the Texans could become the Oilers and get their uniform back. But, I mean, Charlotte did that with New Orleans. Yeah, and it worked out great. So it's happened. Yeah. You can go, like, hey, look, we're the Hornets. Can we? Like, why is the Utah, like Utah? The There's jazz. no jazz in Utah. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? Give New Orleans their, their, their team back. For that matter, I've been to Los Angeles a few times. I don't recall seeing a lake. I've seen a big ocean. I mean, every time there's We like, do ignore that one, don't we? It's we're so used to it, we don't make fun of that one. But it's really stupid. Because like there, there are days where I go, hang on, jazz, Utah. Right. Wouldn't that have been an opportunity for Utah to go, hey, New Orleans. You can have your team back. Once you guys get a team again, we're gonna let you have the jazz. We're gonna become the whatevers. Whatevers. Yes. Something to do with mountains, probably. Yeah. Well their logo was mountains for a long time. It was well, like it makes a, sense. If you if you fly over Utah, there's mountains everywhere. Yeah. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? 
You need Indeed. I mean, the, the Grizzlies. Utah would make more sense to be the Grizzlies. I mean, I'm, Cleveland got their team. I mean, Memphis, the Vancouver Grizzlies moved to Memphis and Memphis kept the Grizzlies. When was the last time you saw a bear? Yeah. In Memphis. The zoo. <laughs> the zoo. The zoo. That's it. I know, insert Ole Miss joke here. Um, I, that is interesting. I, I don't know, you know, w- what makes one possibility possible and the other one not. Like, it's like I said, I mean, the, the Browns are still the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. I mean, they got their they team back. They did it right. Yeah, they got their team back. Yeah. So the Ravens, I mean, I, I know they wouldn't because this would be a mind warp. The Ravens can't wear a Browns throwback. I wouldn't think because they gave everything back to Cleveland. Pierce, is there a, is there a money compensation with that? What does that look like? I don't know. Do you have to buy your insignias? I don't know. I don't know how that works. I mean, frankly, I like all the Texan stuff, but give me the Oilers. We need the Oilers. Yeah, I mean, if you're Tennessee, you could just slap a Titans logo on an Oilers suit. You wouldn't have the Derek, but it's a thought. It's there. It's fantastic. Everybody loved it. I mean, frankly, it's the uniform that Ole Miss hadn't broken out yet that I keep waiting for. I mean, the Sugar Bowl ones were close. It was really close, and they were they were they were great. They're great. They were fantastic. They looked better on the field. They just didn't play better. Oh, the Sugar Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm giving Tennessee, look, if you've got it, wear it. So I'm giving you all the credit, no issues with you whatsoever. And yeah. You get a very high grade as opposed to, and we've been here for a long time, those abominations the Colts put out a couple of days ago. It was awful. Yeah, that, you have the best suits potentially in the NFL, at least in the conversation. Oh, very much. It's clean. It's oh, blue. It's, it's, it's fanta- white. It's fantastic. It's great. Oh, it's great. And you're you're wearing black helmets, blue on blue, which Mm-mm. including blue socks, by the way. It it is a Smurf with a black helmet. They're calling them Indiana Knights uniforms. Awful. We big on the Knights in Indiana. Is that a is that a thing? I guess it's that song, Indiana Knights. Okay, sure. Whatever. Just one game, but they said they would wear them more in the future seasons. Oh, it's stupid. Because the NFL kind of makes you there's a there's a, there's a process. There. Tampa Bay should wear the throwbacks. They're bringing them back this year. They should wear them all the time. They're bringing those back, and the Eagles are bringing back the Kelly Green. Okay, this year, sign me up. Yeah, the Patriots should do the one with the Minuteman snapping the ball because that's phenomenal. If those were in full rotation, I think it would be the best suit in the NFL. That's my hot take. Can't argue that. I, I think the Minuteman uniform from like the 85 team is the best suit in the NFL if they brought it back and modernized it. The Broncos uniform from the early 80s to even to the Elway years, better than the current iteration. None of those new futuristic things worked. Every time they changed the uniforms to try to be whatever that was, you know, baseball did that for a while and then kind of got away from it. There for a while, a lot of baseball uniforms were the crazy, all the mm-hmm. stuff, and then they went, hey, classic, pull it back. Right. You know, the Astros are a good example. Had really good suits, got away from it, and went crazy, and then now they're pretty good again. I yeah, like oh, the yeah, Astros uniform. They have a great uniform. Yeah. yeah. They, they cleaned it back up. Yeah. Kind of got out of that process. The NFL hasn't fully gotten back out of it yet. They're trying because they're wearing some of the old stuff again a little bit, and they're doing this. But, yeah, Patriots, 
Colts. What's your favorite Saints uniform? What's the one when they wear it? You're like, okay, this is, I'm good. Uh, white on gold with gold helmet. Yeah. Clean. The black on black is my least favorite, and Peyton would always try to wear it for big games. I don't like it And I all. didn't like it. No, I want gold helmet, white top, gold pants. And Clean, I, like the, I like the gold helmet, black top, gold pants. Yeah, for the traditional home suit. Just All in. When we wear black at home because we try to wear white at home some because, I don't know, whatever. We'll sell the jersey. Well, and we don't have, kind of have an identity right now as a franchise. There for a while, they you know had played better on the road, so they started wearing the white at home and doing the Cowboys thing a little bit, and then it didn't really work, and they hit a little lull at home. It's been it's the Saints are in purgatory right now as a franchise. They don't suck. They're not good enough. They've sort of lost identity a little bit. It's it's a weird spot. Speaking of uniforms, I don't know if you can can you see it. I can uh, see the front of it. It's pretty clean. You can't see it because of my mic. There we go. The Army helmet. Yeah. Uh, our buddy Sammy sent, and not Sammy, uh, Frank. Coach Nuke. Yeah. Sent a uh, Army helmet, game used Army helmet. That's a good looking, that's a good looking helmet. Like if you're Army and you bust out in that, like the other team knows this, this game's going to be physical. This one's real. This is, I mean, this is, we might have more athletes, but these cats are going to be tough. <laughs> We're going to fill it tomorrow, if nothing else. Yeah. Hey, we're, when we get up tomorrow, we, we, we will have played the day before. That's what you're going to know on this one. Right. That is a good one. I like that helmet. Oh, it's fantastic. Did you try it on? Oh, yeah, of course. Does it fit? Fits enough. I played football with Rizzo. Oh, did you really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Rizzo knew he was playing football, but... He was the more active of the two possibilities from a lab standpoint. Well, he, we had some head-to-head con- con- contact. Where normally I would be afraid to. Gus doesn't want to play. Gus was less interested in playing. He just oh, wanted to know what was what time was dinner. Yeah, y'all do what you do, and yeah, <laughs> I'm going to go take a nap now. We hit this a couple weeks ago talking about how it potentially would relay down to the college level and the high school level. This running back's not getting paid things. It's going on and on. They apparently are. Austin Eckler trying to put a call together to figure out what to do. There was a call. There was a big. Was call. Was there actually one? Uh-huh. Okay. There's nothing to do, right? I mean, at the end of the day, because I, I thought it was, I don't remember who said it yesterday. Maybe you do, and this was a quote that was everywhere, but I just, I saw it on a social media graphic, and I do not remember who said it, was, it, it's a good point. They're sort of damned either way, because if they don't produce, why are you paying for a guy who didn't produce? And when you do produce, but you get the rock all the time, you're worn down and, and worn out. Yeah. And hey, he can't replicate that because you beat him up for a year. There's almost nothing they can do at this point to, and not just public opinion because it's analytics, get mm-hmm. a contract from a cap that makes sense for the organization at this point. I think I think we're just at that part of college of, of pro football. You know, Quinshawn Judkins was asked about this. So was Rocket Sanders. They were both fully aware of it. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. and probably have to start becoming a little concerned. It's what I really wonder is if a running back now goes, you know what? I will play linebacker. They get paid. Yeah. Or, hey, put me in the slot. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. If you're smaller, sure. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me show you that I can catch the football, that I'm more valuable than just a running back. Yeah. Because from a sat like you said, from an analytical standpoint, paying the running back $25 million doesn't make sense. You can get that production elsewhere. Look at Ezekiel Elliott. As of this moment, I don't think he's with the team. 
No, he's not. He's waiting for someone to get hurt in camp. But all he's going to get offered is veteran minimum. They're viewed as easily replaced. Nick Chubb confirmed on Sunday that he participated in the call. Um, said Sa- Saquon Barkley, Derek Henry, and Christian McCaffrey were in the meeting. Josh yeah. Jack, Josh Jacobs also took part. Jeremy Fowler reported. Um, again, Austin Eckler of the Chargers, who sort of initiated it. Um, right now, there's really nothing we can do, Chubb said Sunday. We're kind of handcuffed with this situation. We're in the only position that our production hurts us the most. If we go out and run for 2,000 with so many carries, that was the quote. The next year, they're going to say, you're probably worn down. It's tough. It hurts us at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. So it really does kind of beg the question if you're – what's the kid's name at Michigan? Uh, Oh, um, Blake. Blake Corum. Yeah. If you're Corum, if you're – Frankly, it's those three, right? It's Corum, Quinshawn, and Rocket. Sanders. Mm-hmm. If you're those three guys, you're kind of wondering, okay, what's the best route for me to maximize my value? Last time a running back signed a long, long-term contract worth $10 million or more per season was the Browns' Chubb in 2021. Chubb's contract runs through the 2024 season, but he has no guaranteed money after this year. Uh, McCaffrey, the currently the highest paid running back, averaging just over $16 million per season in a contract he signed when he was with the Panthers in 2020. His contract runs through 2025. Guy who's been super productive, but you wonder, like, what would McCaffrey get on the open market right now? <coughs> I don't know. Not $16 million. I mean, the Giants aren't budging on Saquon, and he doesn't appear to be budging. What does he get if he sits out a year? Is it worth it to sit out a year and lose $10 million? And lose a year. And lose a year. And now, lose you, wouldn't, a year. you wouldn't get the wear and tear, but but you'd lose a year. Yeah. And they view you as the And old, the market's not correcting in a year. It I might would, be worse. I wouldn't think. Yeah, if anything, I think it's worse next year. So it's all the quarterbacks that are getting the money. It's a quarterback league. Jalen Hurts got, what, $50 million? Wideouts are going to get the money. The wideouts are getting money, yeah. People uh-huh. who guard the wideouts are getting money, and people who get to the quarterback are getting money. Yeah, it is all based on quarterback. If you do something to primarily help a quarterback or defend a quarterback, you are getting paid. If you can rush the quarterback and disrupt the passing game. Yeah, or protect the quarterback. Yeah, if you're an outside linebacker who can impact things, if you're a corner who can lock down receivers, if you're a receiver, if you're a quarterback, that's where the money is. Mm-hmm. Podcast brought to you in part by Prime Shrimp. PrimeShrimp.com. Seven different flavors available for you. A couple of my favorites. favorites the Signature, the New Orleans-style barbecue. They got the full meals in a bag. The French Quarter Alfredo. The garlic herb butter. So many different options for you. And you can uh, try them all. Buy five pouches or more. Get 25% off with code RG. That's code RG for five pouches. 25% or more with Prime Shrimp. And remember, they're also available in any Rouse's markets. Mississippi, Louisiana, Alabama for sure. So if you have a Rouse's, you can pick it up, but if not, get them delivered straight to you using code RG at primeshrimp.com. We're brought to you by Pinnacle. Pinnacle based in Jackson, Mississippi. They've got clients in more than 20 states, advisors in multiple states. They provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much, much more. At Pinnacle, investing is treated like a commodity. Decisions are made using objective information and research, not emotions. At Pinnacle, they'll sit down with you, listen to your goals, study your expenses, and put forth a comprehensive, detailed financial and retirement plan built just for you. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N-Wealth.com. 
Travelinc.com. We're brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. If you're thinking about still taking a, a little summer trip here before uh, back to school and all that, you still got a couple of weeks. Get in touch with John. Just give him some parameters. Give him a budget. Let him give you some options. Um, he'll come up with options that you won't come up with on your own. It's 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. We're brought to you by OPA on the square in Oxford. It's the newest Greek restaurant. It's the perfect place to plan your uh, fabulous uh, company dinner, festive party event, fabulous food, great craft libations as well. They can accommodate up to 200 guests at OPA for catering or booking information. Contact Jeannie, 601-421-7147. And we're brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency. They've been connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967, if you're on the job hunt, whether you're seeking an entry-level position or uh, you're a seasoned professional, they have opportunities across the board, IT, engineering, dentistry, accounting, law, manufacturing, human resources. Maybe you don't even know what you're looking for, but they can help you at service specialists. Their goal is to get to know you, get to know your strengths, see what you're looking for in your next career move, help you find the right fit. It's always free for the candidates to get in touch with Will, Sydney, or Kelsey at 662-832-5138 or check out their new and improved website, servicespecialistltd.com. Messi gets in over the weekend, gets the uh, winner in his first action. Some dudes just kind of have it, don't they? Like You just kind of yes. go, you know what? Nothing about that's shocking. Nothing about that is surprising. Comes in whatever minute he came in, played a little bit, gets the winner on a free kick. Call it a day. And that kick. Perfect for uh, that kick was MLS, unbelievable. for Miami, for all the money, the whole deal. Perfect day. He bends that kick around the wall, puts it up in the top 90. That is just. Not everybody can do that. I mean, just the list of people that can't do that. The list of people that can is so small. The ball movement in general, because I watch no soccer. I mean, I, I, I'm i an idiot when it comes to the sport. I admit it. Um but I watched his highlights just with touches in general and went, wow, like it's, it's impressive to a level that's hard to put into words for yeah, somebody he, who doesn't really follow it. No, he's he's remarkable. He's the greatest ever in a sport that has lots of greats. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, grind or just in general, Juice Fest is Friday from a recruiting standpoint. Correct. That is the Ole Miss's premier recruiting Day of the uh, the summer, Friday, Juice Fest. Yep. I assume Juice will make an appearance. I assume Juice will have a level of access that I won't have. He can go wherever he would like. I need to just put a camera on Juice. Can we just put a GoPro on Juice? Get Juice to ask questions. Walk, walk, walk wherever you want to go, Juice. We'll 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 check the footage. Yeah, it would probably probably be worth worth knowing. Did you watch even a second of the Open Championship? I did not. Did you not? It was... I had a busy weekend. You did. It was fairly boring from an a TV standpoint because Brian Harmon kind of run, ran away and hit on Friday and no one really threatened after that. He had a five-shot lead going into the last two days, something like that. Um, I don't think anybody ever got it within four, maybe, the, the entire time. Um, guy who had won twice was one of the best amateurs in the world um doesn't hit it a long way as a golf fan i found it entertaining just because it was somebody who didn't overpower the course was so good around the greens hitting the ball 
conditions on Sunday it was rain. You got a little bit of the Open Championship kind of aura that sometimes happens with the weather and different things. He um, he missed one putt inside ten feet the entire week, and did oh. not miss a putt inside five feet. It was the uh, it was the fewest putts by an Open Championship winner in the modern era, at least maybe ever. But I know for sure the uh, the modern era there. Um. Nobody really wanted him to win in the crowd. It was kind of subdued. Where do you fall on this? So he had no family there. He had an agent and his caddy. Uh, Going into the week, he played really well at the Scottish Open last week, but he was obviously not a betting favorite to win the event. He never won a major. Um, His wife and family were on vacation at their, were just at their, one of their homes in upstate New York. And their, his parents were like lobster or crab fishing or something in the Keys. Okay. When you wake up on Saturday or Sunday and you are having probably the, you're either going to need support because you have just blown the biggest lead or whatever and whatever, or your biggest professional day of your life. If you're the family, do you come to Hoy Lake? Do you travel? Do you get on a plane? And go across the yeah. Atlantic, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're already in New York. I don't know what their financial situation is. I don't know. He's made $30 million. It's fine. Okay. Um, yeah. They, 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 that, hey, his agent would have gotten a net jet to take them, should that be the case. I mean, those things are not environmentally friendly. I mean, That does not appear to be a, a, a function of the Harmons. Uh, I mean, there. John Kerry's never bought a, a private jet. It's fair. So, you know, <laughs> why should a golfer? Uh, I, I don't. I don't know him. I, if you told me that that was the biggest day of my life, would I want my family there? Sure. He might be the guy that goes, hey, you guys. Now, he also might have been, I've gotten to this place well, see, like That's what Mark says, too. I think there's probably is a thing of, hey, we're not changing shit. Like, yeah, no, nope. no, 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 no. If, y'all been, if, if I win, we're going to have a hell of a bottle of champagne when I get yeah. back, and we'll. Yep, y'all, been, y'all been in the Keys <laughs> fishing for crab? Just keep doing it. Yeah. Keep doing whatever, wear whatever you were wearing. I'm Friday. eating the same dinner tonight. Yeah. Uh, 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 whatever uh, uh. you and the kids did yesterday, do it again today. Yeah. And I probably don't want to change it up because he might have gotten into a pretty good headspace. Well, he, he talked. I'm kind of putting several dots together. You know, again, he's a guy who really competitive guy, a, a great match play player. He, the equipment just kind of got him. Jeffrey and I were texting about it the other night where. His lack of distance just has not allowed him to keep that level up from when he was an amateur. Um, but incredibly successful. It was just cash checks all, all, all his entire career. But he admits to having a very busy mind that his hardest thing is just getting out of his head and sure. calming down and not being in that place. And I would wonder if that's part of it is that's just another variable that he would have had to have contended with was his kids running around, his mm-hmm. wife. Do I need to entertain them? Are they okay? What I got to worry about the next about, day? What are they doing? I got to worry about their flight when they land. I got to worry about where they stay in. I yeah. Gotta, hey, I gotta, yeah. I mean, maybe you just got into a place where hey, right now it's just get up, go get ready to play golf. Do whatever I need to do. Play golf. Yeah. He's a simple guy. Uh, they asked him how he was going to celebrate, and he said he was going to go to New York, spend three days with his his family, and then. Uh, he had bought and ordered a tractor, so he was going to get on the tractor and uh, clear some hunting land over uh, the day or two. So he's going to put the phone up and just jump on the tractor. And what's the next big event? Uh, majors are over for the year. Um, the playoffs will will happen, and then he actually now the what? is the playoffs. Seriously, 
golf? Yeah. Playoffs? Yeah. <laughs> We're having a Jim Moore moment. I mean, I'm having a Jim Moore moment. You didn't know we had playoffs? No, no clue. Uh, the top 70, I think, in the world go to the playoffs. It's a three-tournament a three uh, event. You have to stay so high to keep advancing, and then it ends with the top 30 going to the Tour Championship in Atlanta. No shit. Yeah. I had no clue. Yeah. Oh, well, good the for them. The FedEx Cup playoff, you make all the money at the end? No. It's just another way to pay them a lot of money. But yeah. I mean, good for them. I mean, I, I, I didn't They've know They've changed that. the format a little bit, so I don't know exact numbers, but it's like top 70 to start and then top 50 and then top 30, something like that. Okay. Okay. Good for them. Yeah, we're good for them. Yeah, yeah. that's okay. I but, I, but I think he makes the Ryder Cup now. Um, he's third. He's third in the Ryder Cup standings. It, like I said, I, it's a guy I want on the team. Like I said, he was a great match play player in college. Went to Georgia. Um, several lot of anecdotes about him easily getting pissed off and locking in and match play and head to head stuff. Is, they, is Ryder Cup this fall? Yeah, it's uh, September 29th, I think, is when it starts. It's there, right? It's over there. Yeah, it's away this year. And haven't haven't won over there in a long time. Um, he was asked. Uh, yesterday after the thing, he said, "What you know?" He had struggled some, made a couple early bogeys on Saturday and Sunday, and they said, "Sort of what got you?" And he said, "He looked over in the crowd, and somebody looked over at him and said, Harmon, you don't have the stones to finish this.'" Oh, and his 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 switch flipped, and he said, "Oh, I needed that." He said, "It kind of got me back." No, no, just process. You're good enough. Because he started to say, yeah, I think he was one of those. And he was going to say, like, Fleetwood or Rory fans or British guy or whatever. And he kind of stopped and went, nah, I don't, no, no, no need to do that. But said, yeah, he just happened to glance over. And the guy told him he didn't have the stones to finish it. And he locked in from there. Yeah. <laughs> really. Those dudes are so competitive. Yeah, like, just, you're, it's like It's like when Dylan Brooks told LeBron. Uh, uh, that was a mistake. I mean, that was, that was an E on Dylan. You, you don't tell LeBron, hey, I think you're done. No, I'm not saying Harmon's LeBron James, but you get it. No, no, no. I mean, but I mean, he—he's one of the top 50 golfers in the world. I mean, yeah, yeah. you can. You think of how hard it is to be a top 50 golfer. Those people have a little bit more going for them than just the driving range. Yeah, they've got something inside the head. It's all this Jordan stuff. Jordan be having an off night, and someone would poke the bear, and all of a sudden he's going for 31 in six minutes. It, 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 you leave him alone. That's the answer. Leave him alone. The it's. I never. I, I don't compliment. Don't trash talk. You're awesome. We're gonna really try to win. I mean, it's the whole Patrick Mahomes on the back to that for a minute. I mean, whenever someone hits him, he'll say, "Good hit, good rush, good job, big dog." You know, stuff like that. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> good job, big dog. Don't get all worked up. Don't get them mad. You want them to not want to hurt you. Is it Andrew Luck that always used to compliment the tackles? Yeah, and it drove him crazy. Yeah, that's right. It was him. They want us to talk about the Pac-12. All right, so the Pac-12 had their media day in yep. Vegas, and the commissioner, George Kliakoff, or have you say his name, yep. said that, hey, I don't really want to talk about the TV deal because I don't want to distract from football, which was code for we don't have a TV deal. Now, there's a few things happening in, in sports right now. One is that this Connecticut Big 12 thing is about to get real. Uh, two is the Big Ten is not extending offers to anyone right now. 
The Big Ten wants to go through the 2024 season, just like the SEC does, see what it looks like, see what it feels like, see what the numbers are, see how it affects the 12-team playoff. They want to see what happens with NBC and Notre Dame, which means that Washington and Oregon are going to have to wait a minute. Washington and Oregon would jump to the Big Ten right now. They would literally get on on hands and knees and, and crawl to the Big Ten offices to take the deal. But there is no offer to be made. So the Pac-12 is just kind of in no man's land right now. They don't really have a great TV deal. You've got several schools that are saying, hey, we'll sign a TV deal, but we're not going to sign a grant of rights, which tells you the TV people are like, well, then we're not doing the TV deal if we don't have a, a locked-in grant of rights. So the Pac-12 is just in no man's land for a little while, is my opinion. What are their options? What's even possible at this point? Uh, there's an Apple Plus slash ESPN combo thing that they could do. Sure. But look, they're not going to make the kind of money that the Big Ten and the SEC are going to make. Period. That the kind of money that Notre Dame's going to make. Not going to happen. Frankly, the Big 12 has positioned itself, to its credit, to come out of this a strong number three. I mean, I'm putting all my money on the Big 12 when it comes to who's number three. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not even close. To the point that, here's the interesting thing. If you're some of these Pac-12 slash ACC schools down the road concerned that the Big 10 and the SEC might really be content at 16 for the foreseeable future. And Greg Sankey struck me as pretty content last week when he was asked about expansion. If that's the case, do you think about jumping to the Big 12 where you can, hey, we can't make as much as those teams make, but we can get quasi-close? I don't know the answer to that. We'll see. <clears throat> see where the uh, Colorado AD just left as soon as it was over? Yeah. I'm out. Went and got on a plane. I'm going to get on a plane so I don't say something I don't need to say in this room right now when a media member walks up to me and starts talking. And look, Colorado can jump to the Big 12 whenever they're ready. Big 12 will take them. Oh. Welcome home. If you're the, so here's the question for the Pac-12. Do you go ahead and bite the bullet and, and take San Diego State and SMU? Those are the two. They can add them. SMU will go. SMU and San Diego is, State just got penalized to come back to the Mountain West, right? Yeah. No. Was that them? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Frankly, if I'm San Diego State, I'm not sure I want to go to the Pac-12 right now. No, S- I'm, SMU does. So do I take SMU right now? What's it doing for you, though? If you're the Pac-12? Yeah. More numbers. That's it. Is it? That's it. Oh, I mean, that's it. That's like taking Rutgers and Stone. I just got D.C. No, you didn't. No. You got New Jersey. Not even. I mean, we're just we're not completely gone from it, but we're sort of out of that. Hey, this is the footprint phase. Sure, it's just not a thing anymore. So, do you take SMU? No. Okay. I don't. I think SMU is good value. Mm-hmm. I do think SMU with the right situation. Again, I'm I'm playing best case scenario. Well, they've got here. big boosters that are willing, to, especially if they'll if they'll get in a big. I mean, lead. I know some people over there that go, no, 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 this could could be real. I do too. Not like real, real, but real. Sure. 
Uh, TCU's turned out to be pretty real. Yeah. So maybe it's the gamble of gambles and you go, because it's not even really a gamble. They're not expensive. Maybe so. Maybe I'm talking myself into it as we, as we go through it. The question is what's going on with UConn and the Big 12. I mean, the rumor that's out there is pretty strong is that it's getting done. UConn's going to join the Big 12. How long? Soon. Oh, really? I mean, I don't cover it. Just what I hear. I'm not making calls, but I've talked to people who are working on it. It seems fairly imminent. Big 12's just kind of looking to add. UConn's a, look, it's an elite basketball brand. And the, one of the Big 12's things, to their credit, look, here's the thing, if you're the Big 12, you're not going to be the power two. It's not going to happen. No, no, so no, no. you've got to say, what can we do that sets us apart? Well, adding Connecticut to a basketball league that already includes Kansas mm-hmm. and Baylor and multiple other brands, it does add to your basketball value. No question about it. Yeah. And they're, they're looking to say, hey, what can we do to differentiate ourselves from other people that are vying for the bronze medal here? Sure. You're not winning the gold or the silver. But you can win the bronze. The bronze is what matters right now. And so if you can get the, the bronze, bronze is viability. Yeah. And so what does Connecticut do? Well, Connecticut gives you a very elite basketball. No, it makes brand. all the sense in the world. I got no issue with that. At yeah. All. And if you're Connecticut, what's in it for you? Well, if you're trying to reinvest in football, now you are going to play some quasi name brands in football. Well, in, in basketball, you're in a good league. Sure. People care. You can schedule. I mean, even the additions are good at basketball. I mean, Cincinnati, Houston. Okay. Yeah, of course. That's fine. Yeah. Can make that work. Connecticut Houston basketball game. I'd watch. Yeah, sure. Podcast brought to you in part by Northeast Spark NESPARC. Service people across rural communities. Two packages the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world class broadband. That's NESPARC.com. 662-238-3159. Phone service, portal controls, network security, and much more. So, again, the best internet in Lafayette County as well as parts of Union and Pontotoc County, 662-238-3159. Get the beautiful and healthy smile you deserve at Corinth Dental. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures that will result in a beautiful, long-lasting smile. From routine checkups to advanced treatment, including implants and Invisalign, Corinth Dental is here to help you achieve your smile goals. Schedule your appointment today. Take the first step towards a better version of yourself. It's CorinthDental.com. Are you a displaced corporate executive wanting to put your career in your own hands? Are you an experienced entrepreneur looking to diversify? Either way, Andy Ludeke can help. He's a longtime Rivals board member, a diehard college football fan, and a franchise veteran. He owns multiple franchises and businesses and uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy, put your life and your career in your own hands. It's 100% free. You've got nothing to lose. Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net or contact Andy at andy at myperfectfranchise.net or call him at 404-973-9901. And Southern Traditions Farm is a 68-acre, 32-stall upscale equestrian training and boarding facility located in Canton, Mississippi, They've got two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails, so much offered at Southern Traditions, including horseback riding offerings from beginner lessons to advanced lessons to buying your first horse and competing at nationally recognized competitions. It's also a uh, great venue for events, 
So get in touch with the people there at Southern Traditions Farm on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. <clears throat> Did you have a little bit of an internet situation? Uh, oh, t- over the weekend? Yes, yeah. I did. Um, so I have two internets. You do. Started during the pandemic stuff. Continued. We very, we do a lot of streaming. We rely on the internet here. I have nothing but great things to say about Northeast Mississippi Spark. Awesome. They're awesome. My fallback has been... Uh, the guys over at Max South, they're out here. They've been installing the fiber for the better part of the last year. Pretty much dug up the neighborhood. Um, and they came out, I guess it was last week or the week before last, to work on that some more. And they chopped through a line, of course. And so now they've you've, you saw the line they've got running. I did. It doesn't work. I called them and told them late last week, hey, it doesn't work. Um, and I told him, I said, I'm, I'm going to be out of town. They wanted to come on Saturday. And I said, I'm not going to be there on Saturday, but if you can do it outside, great. Of course, they call me on Saturday. Hey, there's nobody over 18 at your house. I'm like, I know. I told you that. And so they, do you want to reschedule? I said, I'm gone for a full week. I don't, I don't know what to do. Of course, I'm back now and still not working. I'm just, I think I've hit the point where it's probably best just to say sayonara. Call today. But you know they're going to be like, hey, we need you to send this back and this back and this back. And I'll be like, right, you come get it. Oh, well, yeah. You come get it. I'll lay it out here, and if you want to come yeah. grab it, feel free. I'm not. My relationship with them has gone south. Max south. Max south. South to the max. I did tell them on the phone that I do question whether they're a front for like a some sort of. I mean, back in the day when they were Metrocast, we... We had our we had our issues. My favorite thing with them was I had some computer problem. This was probably like 2015, 2016. And they kept going, hey, go here on your computer and do this and hit this button. And I said, I, I, I don't have that. What are you doing? And they were going through a user manual from 2007. Yeah. It had been like 10 years. And it was like, I, I, that doesn't exist anymore. Well, That's I love not the, the button we I have. love the, do you know how to do this? It's like, if I knew how to do this, would I be on the phone with you? It's like when you lose your keys and people go, well, are they... <coughs> Are they there? Well, if I knew where they were, I wouldn't be looking for them, right? Where's the last place you had them? <laughs> well, if I knew that, <laughs> if I knew that, I wouldn't. We wouldn't be having this conversation. Is Tom Amansky going to do Fred McGriff's introduction in in, in 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 Cooperstown? It's already done, right? Oh, is it? Are they finished? That was that was Saturday, right? Uh, McGriff and Roll one. Yeah, yeah. Pat Hughes got in on Saturday. Yeah, that's that right. Was, that was. As a Cub oh, fan, right. that was big. Yeah. So the Cubs radio crew this weekend was all gone to Cooperstown, and they had a backup radio crew. How was that? It was so disconcerting. Not hearing Pat Hughes? Yes. It, really? Seriously. So I, mean, I was driving on Saturday. We left Nashville and drove to Birmingham. Cubs Cardinals were having a rain delay. So we listened to the end of the Cubs Cardinals game, and Carson at one point was, I can't do this anymore. And I'm like, I'm with you completely. I mean, I, I just wanted it to end. And then yesterday, I was driving back here from Birmingham after he finished at UAB, and it was just so disconcerting. I'm so used to Pat and Ron. You don't realize how much those voices are just 
home to you. Kind of the soundtrack of summer, really. The Cubs aren't doing anything. They suck. They're going to the trade deadline. They beat the Cardinals. They did. They're probably going to trade Cody Bellinger, which is going to really piss me off, by the way. What are they going to get for him? Oh, I'm sure they'll get a couple of kids that'll, one of them will top out at A ball. And, and then I love the, well, they can re sign him in the summer, in, this, in, the, in the winter. How often does that happen? How often does the guy leave a franchise, go to another franchise at the deadline, and, go and then back. re-sign? No. Araldis Chapman did it. Araldis Chapman left the Yankees, came to the Cubs, went back to the Yankees. I'm trying to think. Jason Hamill did it, left the Cubs, went somebody, somewhere, and then came back to the Cubs. But that's about it. Sammy says no SEC media days talk. I don't know if we're being sarcastic or not. There's yeah. yeah, there's so much SEC media days talk that is just ridiculous. So Otani. My anticipation is he won't get traded. Me too. I just don't think so Artie Moreno stupid. can do it. it. It is stupid. I get that there's a section of the fan base that's gonna be all pissed off. It's the idiots. Because you have no chance of re signing no. him. No, he's gone. He's gone either way. So do you want something back or do you not those are your options i get it i i i I get where he's coming from at the same time if i'm if i'm owning him i trade him you can't not trade him no i have to trade him it's malpractice to your franchise do you trade him to the dodgers or do you ship him off someplace and if here's the better question if you're a team like tampa baltimore do you give up prospects for no. two months of Shohei? No, 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 no. I don't either. No. Because his price is going to be a ransom. I've got to know I can re-sign him, or at least have a really, really good chance. If you're the Cubs, do you trade Bellinger, knowing that you could technically go back and try to get him? He's been terrific. He missed a month because of a play that he made at the center field wall, but he's just been fantastic. I mean, what's their window, though? I mean, like, I mean, I don't know. They're not. If you do the runs Pythagorean theme, they've been an unlucky team in a bad division that's not getting any better. Okay. St. Louis is done. Milwaukee's fine, but Milwaukee's going to lose Corbin Burns at the end of the year. Pittsburgh's still a ways off. Cincinnati's fun, but they're not there. They're not terrifying, let's put it that way. I told you, and I, I mean, I, I know that the answer is just make the tournament. I understand that. I understand that. I understand that. But I don't think any of us think the NL Central representative is going to win the World Series this year. No. I I can't mortgage my, my entire future over winning a division. I've got to know I can get to at least the NLCS so, so in the World you, Series. Do you trade Bellinger? Yeah. And then try to get him back in the winter? Yeah. I mean, what do you I mean? I don't know, what am I getting though? I mean, like, I, I'm not trading him for two dudes who. No, I mean, I got to get, I got to get, I got to get some prospects yeah. for him. I got to get something that makes a ton of sense. I keep him. I have a, I have a window, and I know that he's a Boris guy, but from all accounts, the Cubs really like Bellinger, and Bellinger really likes the Cubs. It's worked. He's rejuvenated his career. This year's gone better than he could have hoped for. Give him the market deal that he's worth and be done with it. The Cubs have been searching for a star. He's as close as they're going to get. They're mm-hmm. not getting Otani. 
and you ship him off for a couple of kids and then don't re-sign him in the winter and you're not actively involved in this Otani thing, good luck. Speaking of those, uh, the running back news, Hines with the Bills out for the season after uh, suffering an injury away from the team's facility per a source. That's all it says. So I don't know what that means. Hopefully he wasn't like out on a ski or something. I'll give you the one. Chase and I had a conversation yesterday. It was about this. This is SEC media days. This is mm-hmm. the vote. Now, you can't take the vote seriously when Vanderbilt gets eight first-place votes. Okay? A lot of people that voted clearly were being silly. It kind of bugs me a little. It actually bugs me a lot. Because I'm pretty serious about my ballot. Like I spent more time on my ballot on Thursday. When did I do it? Because I did it Wednesday did it afternoon. Wednesday, yeah. I spent more time on my ballot Wednesday than, than I wanted to. It affected my day. But I wanted to be serious about it. Like I did a lot of like, hey, where do I put Ole Miss? Do I put Ole Miss third, fourth, fifth in the West? I, I, I went heavily leaning third for a long time, and then I kept looking at schedules, and I'm like, I, I'm going to put them at four. I put them at four behind A&M ahead of Arkansas. I spent time thinking Mississippi State, Auburn, 6-7, even though most of it was throwing that away, right? I, I was, I spent a lot of time, how do I do the SEC East two through four? And I was careful with players. I, my, but here's my hot take. The first three, first team, second team, third team came out. Quinshawn Judkins made first team all SEC. No other Ole Miss player got named. Mm-hmm. And I can't sit here and tell you there were a ton of slights. No. Who got slighted? Yeah, I can make arguments, but there's there's no... I can make an argument for Caden Priestcorn, though he's never played in the SEC. Jeremy James. Um, And if you told me at the end of the year, Jackson Dart, I'd buy it. Sure. The problem with Jackson Dart is that listening to listening to, to Lane Kiffin, I'm, I'm not I'm not sold that Jackson Dart's the starting quarterback. Um, I think he is, but Lane didn't go out of his way to say, "Hey, Jackson's my guy." He said it's an open competition. It's going to be highly competitive. I'm eager to see Spencer now that he's healthy. Sure. That's that's not a great vote of confidence from the head coach, and so. Chase and I were talking, and I said, hey, when was the last time that a team went running through the conference with just one all-SEC performer? It's a star-driven league. Ole Miss has one star. It's where they're interesting. If at the end of the season you look up and Ole Miss has won nine games, people not named Quinshawn Judkins are going to have to have overperformed. Mm-hmm. And if at the end of the season you look up and Ole Miss won six games, I think you'll be able to say, you know, there were some signs of this. Take away the fact that we cover them. Ole Miss is one of the three most interesting teams going into the SEC in, in the end of the season. Period. Yeah. The variance. Yeah. I don't know what that guy looks like. I don't, I don't know either. what that guy looks like. I, 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 I did know, this. Neither does anybody else. I did this on uh, Ten Weekend Thoughts a couple of weeks ago, where I. I, I put old, I got Ole Miss to ten and two, and sat back and looked at it and went, well, maybe. And then I got them to five and seven, and I went, eh. I mean, I can't rule that out. Mm-hmm. I can paint a scenario where the season goes bad, easy. It's not great for our subscriber base, but I can do it. Lose to Alabama, lose to LSU, 
things start rolling the wrong way. You lose to Arkansas. Open date where there's a lot of animus. You go to Auburn, and they get pumped up for you, and they get you. You beat Vandy to go to 4-4. Four and four. Texas A&M turns out to have things kind of worked out on offense, and they get you, and you're 4-5, and five, and you're in trouble. Still got to go to Georgia, 4-6. and six. I, I can get you there. No problem. That's, that's not hard. Do I anticipate that? No. Yeah, Sales just got to stay healthy. Cedric was banged up last year. Mm-hmm. Again, there's a reason he gave you a reason with being injured to not pick him. Sure, that that that's kind of the point. Yeah, is, well, he, sure. didn't, he didn't have the numbers of yeah. an All SEC yeah. player last year. No, so I spent a lot of time doing the quarterback thing. Yeah. I ultimately went with Jaden Daniels because I just think he's a better player. Yeah, and those work by if, if you because you like LSU. If LSU wins, he's going to make it. Right. I mean, that's that's yeah. that's logic. Yeah, I had LSU ahead of Alabama, and I went. I, I spent a lot of time on it. Yeah. Um, all right, for uh, the week, you should have a fairly normal week of shows. It'll just be kind of more changed on our end. Um, I'm out of town for a couple of days. Neil and I will have a podcast in the morning. and then uh, I'm going to do a mailbag podcast on Wednesday. I'll live stream it if anybody wants to make fun of me, and then we'll figure out the rest of the week. Yeah, but you'll get shows. We'll go from there and see what that looks like. And then uh, just one week away, as again, Ole Miss will start preseason camp sometime that following week. I'm assuming Thursday is the uh, big day of the week as far as media and different things, but that is a guess at this Next point. Next Thursday. That's correct. Yes, right. Thursday week on that one. So anyway, we'll be back in studio. We will talk to you again very soon. Take care. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.